0: From the WEEI Studios. 93.7, 7, WEEI FM in HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app.
3: The uh, app. It's just something we talked about with, you know, the, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked with those guys, and we decided to be better. We wanted the ball third that um, both teams matched and scored. We wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal. So we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal, and if if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that.
4: What would you think of Kyle Shanahan? Another big game that he blew.
1: Kyle, Kyle,
4: and that decision to take the ball to start overtime when half his team didn't know the overtime rules. He claims he did. I wonder. His players didn't because he never thought through explaining it to them.
1: This is a guy who lost in overtime in a Super Bowl before. Again,
4: different rules, but you're right. I, I mean, know he different
1: rules, but he shouldn't gone he through be the process. thinking about that? You're going up against Patrick Mahomes again. You don't think about having one meeting. Hey, guys, if we end up in overtime, here's how we'd like to play it out if we can control the situation.
4: Yeah, and so, no, the answer is no. He did not think that. The Chiefs, it's come out, were scripting out how they were going to handle overtime and, like, the players were all prepared for it and they were practicing it to the point where Mahomes is like, I got sick of it. And the 49ers players didn't know the rules in overtime. And you wonder if Shanahan did. And you heard his defense there. Well, if it was three possessions, meaning we score, they score, we get the ball back, we score again, we wanted to break that tie and be ahead. But what that process overlooked is no matter what you do on your first drive, if you score a touchdown. You don't walk off. You don't win. That's a new rule. It's changed. I'm not telling you I was totally up on all the rules last night. I was learning them. Six cores, lights deep, sitting there on my couch. But, you know, I I don't need to know the rules. I'm not the head coach of the 49ers. I'm not playing in a Super Bowl. And I got it in two seconds when they're telling you. It's like, oh, yeah, right. You don't need to walk off. Right. I forgot about that. So no matter what you did, by taking the ball first, even if you score a touchdown, Mahomes knows what he needs to do on the other side. If you score a touchdown... Mahomes goes, oh, yeah, it's fourth down, Mahomes and Reed. We'll go for it. Fourth and one on our own 34 or whatever it was, we're going to go for it. It gave them a four-down mindset, and that's where Shanahan screwed up. You want last ups. If it's baseball, you want last ups. And that's not how Shanahan thought about it, and I think he screwed it up. Now, look, I think Mahomes is going to win either way. I think Mahomes is going to win that game because he's Patrick Mahomes, and he's going to win these games and take over in big spots just like Brady did. But Shanahan could have done more to help his team there, and he screwed up.
1: Yeah, I just, I, w- I was trying to give him grace last night in the moment by going, he wants to have the tiebreaker. If he's going into sudden death, you know, he thinks that I was think going, okay, he has a script for how he thinks they're going to get down the field, score a touchdown. Maybe you even go for two in order to make it so that you have to have an exact match to further the overtime. But his team doesn't even know the rules. Okay. His team doesn't know the rules, so no. Like, do I think he had a script to march down the field? No, instead, unless the script included somebody on the other team having a defensive hold, like, hooking around, and basically otherwise you're going to be punting your way out of there. Like, it was terrible. It's a great point. It was a really poor performance from him.
4: They got bailed out by the refs. You can say you like the call or not, but they needed a call to even not go three and out on their opening drive, scripting it up and doing exactly what Shanahan wanted. They were third and long. And they got bailed out by a flag. So just because we've said it a couple of times, let, let's play Kyle check here. This is an example, and he wasn't the only player. But this is an example of a laundry list of 49ers players who did not know the situation.
3: You know what? I didn't even realize that the, the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I, have, I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win. But I guess that's not the case. Um, so I don't really – I don't totally know the strategy there.
2: Is that you guys have talked about? No.
4: No, we haven't talked about it. No, we didn't talk about it. So it's like, what's the common theme with Kyle Shanahan? He's too lost in his play sheet, or he overthinks it too much. Like, hey, they probably think we're going to run a lot, and so I'm going to forget about Christian McCaffrey for most of the second half. Although when you look at it, McCaffrey had 31 touches or whatever it was last night. It felt like he went a long time without touching the ball. But to Shanahan's credit, 31 touches is 31 touches for Christian McCaffrey. But it's like what is what is that common thread with him, Arcan? Because it's now it's now popped up a lot where he can't get it done in these big games, and never mind he just loses them. Yeah, you know, he's not Marv right. Levy getting there and just, you know, getting his teeth kicked in where he might not have the team.
5: Or missing a field goal at the end of the well, game. Well that too. But it's
4: like it's like you were there, you were leading by double digits and you pee it
5: away every single time you get there? What does that say about him? It means that he's not good with leads. He doesn't protect leads well. He doesn't really run the clock very well. I think that was early on in his career, that was a main criticism of Andy Reid. And I think even in Andy Reid's case now, there's times where you can look at it and say, okay, that wasn't a great use of the clock either, but he has gotten better at it over time. I think that Shanahan has a lot of clock problems. He sits on leads and then doesn't doesn't really try and advance anything and you know there was a couple opportunities there where I thought they had a real chance to step on Kansas City's neck and they just go away from what's working and try other things and try and just get too cutie overthink stuff um it's uh it's something that I think over time he'll he'll have to get better at I mean if he doesn't then he's not going to be a head coach much longer but I don't you know if he's going to get, get, get so many chances you know I mean he's been an offensive he's coordinator still young. that's the only reason why he's still a young No, head he is
4: but like he's all he, he, when was his first year as an offensive coordinator can you look that up sure he was an offensive coordinator under Gary Kubiak in Houston. Like, it's like, he should. if you're not up on these situations by now, and look, I, the real answer is he needs a quarterback, because Reed used to suck in these situations. 2008 and, was his first. Okay, year. that's a long time. Bill sucks without the quarterback situationally, and so, like, the real answer is if Shanahan can put his ego aside and never gets the quarterback, then he'll be fine in all these situations because he'll have the quarterback, and he'll be error-proof. Just like Reed is now when Reed used to screw up situationally, and again, like Bill was, and then was exposed situationally without Brady. So that's the real answer, but like I don't think he's going to learn anything. I think he needs a quarterback to bail him out or he's never going to win because there is an issue with him situationally and getting like too lost or overthinking the game. I think we have enough of a pattern with him, especially in San Fran, but add the Atlanta stuff too. I think there's now enough of a pattern to say, yeah, that's that's his issue.
1: I agree, and I think that's why even if Gerard Mayo is an incredible head coach and a great motivator and leader and on the defensive side just so big-brained, and then on you have an offensive coordinator. I mean, I don't know if it'll be in this group, but if you have somebody come in with offensive ideas and it's so great, and you have five, five all pro players on your offense, you still need the quarterback. And I'm not saying that like Brock Purdy was bad last night. I thought he was pretty good overall. Like I would give him a B plus performance, I like Purdy. especially for being such a young guy in there for the first time, going against what they were going against on the other side with Patrick Mahomes. But error proof is the right way to say it, Jones. Like, if you're going to have a couple mistakes or you have an extra point that doesn't go your way or like weird stuff always happens in the Super Bowl. There's always something that doesn't go your way. And then you get a call that makes up for it. <laughs> like, that's just how it kind of goes. But if you don't have a quarterback to take you over the top and be an eraser like we always talk about for those things, then I don't see how you hang with Mahomes.
5: I did not think the quarterback is what held him back. I didn't think that Purdy was like played a bad game or was you know uh no, no, no. But, what, but dragged them down in that game or something and that the quarterback was the problem I think so Purdy I know was what you're saying. that's I,
1: what I'm yeah. saying I don't think he was bad no, no. but he yeah. also didn't put them over the top he's not Mahomes is
4: the point like like right. and he's not Brady and like if you have a quarterback like that it doesn't matter who the coach is 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 my belief but
5: like but like you plop Mahomes down on that roster and they easily win that no
4: game. no that's what, but that's what I'm saying that's you put Josh
5: Allen on that roster he still might lose to Mahomes like no. that's I think well, yeah. I think you
1: win.
4: Okay, well, whatever. But, but my, point, my point stands where if Shanahan had a quarterback like that, well, it doesn't matter what he does because the quarterback will bail him out. But, and I think Purdy was fine. I think Purdy was good. Situationally, Purdy was good. Like, as good as the defenses were last night, nobody could stop anybody when it mattered. I mean, they were holding each other to field goals, but the offenses were churning out points and moving the ball constantly at the end of that game. And Purdy was a part of that. So, look, I didn't have an issue with Shanahan, and, and I asked you guys this earlier, refresh my memory. Did you have a problem with him kicking field goals on fourth down at the Not- end of regulation? or overtime
1: no I didn't you didn't why I didn't I because I think a, you have to take the points in those scenarios and hey. I, I, I think I'm like usually consistent on that I know when we talked about uh with the Lions before I think that's a different case because that's kind of the identity of their team and, and their offense
4: that was the momentum just and slipping was, away from a team yeah too.
1: did you feel like there was a huge momentum swing in this game I mean, it certainly well, yeah.
4: was the the punt when when it was an immediate turnaround to Valdez Scantling. But other than that, I didn't feel any big momentum shifts. Also, no.
5: if you're the Niners and you just well, beat the Lions, who went for it on fourth down all those times and, and got stuffed, then you're probably like, let's not be like that.
4: <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> Overreacting,
1: <laughs> fair, <laughs> but
5: like you know, the Niners did go for it on fourth down at
4: various points in this game. True. They had the conversion to Kittle. I think that was when they were down. Your kicker was okay. also nails
1: for most of the game. What so. a disappearing
5: act he was. Besides by the, way, the extra
4: point, no Kittle was invisible, completely invisible.
1: And
5: in the conference so,
4: championship. So wait, what did you say? Refresh my memory before. Before we just got sidetracked with the going forward on fourth down and the Lions stuff, what were we just talking about?
1: We were talking about Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan.
4: No, I know, no, I know, but specifically, I just was going to say something.
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm not in your brain. I know, but what were you just talking about? You were the one talking about it.
4: So when it comes to uh Shanahan and these situations, the fourth downs, it's like in retrospect, you look at it and you go, "Wow they they should have gone. You should have been aggressive and never let Mahomes get the ball back." I do think that's easy to say now. Like, the Chiefs just dialed up a great play on whatever the third down was, third and four, where they hold the Niners in field. goal. Let's, let's say they go for that, and now you've given the ball to Mahomes, and all he has to do is go 40 yards with a minute and a half to win it in regulation? Like, it was the right move to take the lead in those two spots. I'm normally very aggressive on fourth down, but there are situations, the NFC title game was one, where Campbell and the analysts screwed it up, and this one last night I thought was the right decision. You... Is Mahomes probably going to come through in these spots? Yes. But you have to put that pressure on him and take the lead. And I felt the same way in overtime. I, I, I don't think those were his mistakes last night, failing to go for it on fourth down. I think taking the ball to start overtime was the big mistake. That's no, I think I the
1: Barrow mistake was probably also just like not, not having your having team, your team yeah, know totally, the rules. Yeah, totally.
4: And not totally running the ball ridiculous. on
1: that last
5: drive either in those second and third down play. Like you should have tried to keep the clock running there, I thought, too.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I didn't have a big problem with throwing it on the third down. The second down is probably fine, but the third, you got to pick up the first down. You pick up the first down, the game's basically over, and Mahomes yeah. has no shot. So I didn't have an issue with that because uh, the Niners would have called the timeout and stopped the clock. They would have one fewer timeout, but they were already in field goal range with just the one timeout. Uh, 617-779-7937, that's how you dial us up. You can weigh in on our big question of the day. We'll ask it again up now at Jones and Mego. What does Patrick Mahomes have to do for you to acknowledge that he's passed Tom Brady? Does he need to win another 3-4, another one or two Super Bowls? Can he not do it? Is it impossible? Or has he already done it? Vote now at Jones and Meggo. Dial us up. 617-779-7937. Meggo, what do we have coming up today? Meg's explaining.
1: Have you ever lived next to a mattress graveyard?
4: A mattress graveyard? No. It's
1: a problem that appears to be increasing in Boston. Due to some new regulations from last year, there are mattress graveyards.
4: Okay popping up all over the city just wait okay it's an epidemic
0: we'll get to that in meg's planning right after trending call
2: from mom answer it call silenced
0: instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game
2: you have 47 new voicemails
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Breaking down the questions you need answers to. Why
2: are there so many bad men?
0: Batman? men? Why is there
2: so much incest?
0: You are listening to Jones and Mego on WEEI. There are a lot of different ways you can define a dynasty. Some will say yes to no and to others. At the end of the day, there's no question about it now. With that win, with three championships in this era, plus another Super Bowl appearance and all the winning that they've done, the Kansas City Chiefs are not just the team of this time. This is a dynasty that ranks with the great ones in the history of the sport. I agree with Greeny
4: first of all it's a dynasty you can cry about it if you want i guess a vocal minority of patriots fans but it's a dynasty let's not fight that and number two the chiefs now of the 2020s are the patriots of the 2000s the cowboys of the 90s the 49ers of the 80s the Steelers of the 70s and mego i see you looking at me i i will put washington below all those teams but fine. You want to throw in Washington of the 80s into the early 90s? Fine.
1: They're the Dyke-Coco dynasty.
4: They are certainly at the bottom of that list. Just
1: but one calorie. Put
4: them on the list. Fine. The Chiefs deserve to be in the group with all those teams, and they absolutely will be looked at that way. And so, Arcand asked this earlier, and I want to circle back to it here on Jones and Mega with Arcan, on WEI. You asked earlier, are the Chiefs, Their dynasty emerging so quickly in the shadow of the Patriots dynasty. Is that a bad thing for the
5: NFL? I think it is. I don't think that that's necessarily great for one dynasty to be completely over, which the Patriots obviously is and has been for a couple of years, but from 2018 to 2019, which is now the first year of the Chiefs dynasty, that's when they won their first one, that was the year after the Patriots' last one. So there was no real break. There was no opportunity for the Drew Breeses and the Russell Wilsons and the Aaron Rodgers of the world who, between the two Patriots dynasties, all won Super Bowls, as did Eli Manning and Ben Roethlisberger and these other teams that all sort of had a bit of a moment there before Brady came and took it all back. But I do think that was better. For the league, I thought it was better to have more champions, uh, to have other quarterbacks be sort of ascending in that way, and I think that if it's just going to be Mahomes every year, that's going to not be a good thing for the NFL.
4: Mego agree or disagree?
1: I totally disagree. Respectfully, Arkan, I, I think that usually dynasties and superstars are good for these leagues and certainly for the NFL. I think you make an interesting point about going almost like straight from the Patriots dynasties to this dynasty and it's like we're hearing a lot of the same stuff that we heard about the Patriots for 20 years like oh i'm so sick of it it's somebody else's turn and oh i hate these guys i hate this quarterback you know i i get that but at the same time if you look at the ratings that have been reported i think that people like having a familiar foe or if they're a huge Taylor Swift fan or something. So they're all (laughs) excited about that. You know, it's the shared experience. Like, If you're a fan of any of the other teams, of course, you'd want a more fragmented experience because you want your team to have a shot. Like you want your team to be in the mix every year. But the truth is, like, I I think when you have major stars like Patrick Mahomes and now like Travis Kelsey, and you have one team that wins a lot, there's a lot of attention on that team. You might be fatigued, but you also love to hate these people you need a villain like you love to hate him it's entertainment at the end of the day so i
4: I do agree with mego but i think it's an interesting question you know uh, another dynasty so quickly and you don't get a chance for anybody else to emerge is that a good or a bad thing for the nfl you can jump in 617-779-7937 uh i missed these in slack ryan dropped in two questions (laughs) number one i was talking about shanahan maybe being out what what if bill went there
3: what if Bill Belichick went to San Francisco? Correct. What if coached Bill, the 49ers in 2025?
4: Shanahan and I'm not saying they're gonna fire Shanahan now, and I I would I can't imagine how badly it would have to go for them to move on from him next yeah. year. But that's tough. Bill and Sam Fran in Bra- in Brady's hometown, in Brady's backyard with his childhood team.
1: Bill would do it just out of spite with me. <laughs> Maybe that's why Brady's well, being know. so nice right now. I don't
4: know. He doesn't want to leave the East Coast it's and he doesn't probably it. true. he wants to stay close to Nantucket so he'd never go to a place like San Francisco as well. I think told. John
5: Lynch would like that. Uh, I don't know. I thought John Lynch is like. I mean, really, he's been a tremendous he executive. Likes,
4: he likes Bill, doesn't he?
5: I think he does. But if Bill comes in there and says, "All right, John, you got to answer to me now," and I'm going to make the final call on these draft picks, and I I'm going to do all this. I think Lynch for already answered. Three Lynch answers to Shanahan. Mm, yes. You think so? Yes. I don't know. Yes. All I mean, due was, respect,
1: I think this is, is silly. Lynch was building not firing. Before Shanahan, Shanahan got
5: there, so I mean... I think they got there the same offseason, did they not? I thought Lynch was there a couple years prior. Maybe not. Either way, I think that, you know, regardless, you have to look at the defense, which is not Shanahan's forte, and look at some of the picks that uh, that Lynch has made here, and I just think that he's a, uh, in my opinion, one of the top executives in the league. Belichick? For him to suddenly, you know, have to kowtow to Belichick, I just don't see it.
4: Belichick to San Fran. Hadn't heard it before, Ryan, but I like it.
1: Belichick gets, like, really into the Grateful Dead. <laughs>
4: Yeah, he renounces John Bon Jovi and he's just a deadhead. Him and Bill Walton. <laughs> so, hanging out. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I like I, uh, that for him.
4: I don't think Bill's ever coaching again, but that's an interesting one. <laughs> Looks like Kyle Hanischian spoke bit <laughs> for you.
3: <laughs> Number 2.
4: Yes. Do you think any of the dynasty talk gets to Robert
3: Kraft? Do you think he might be bothered by what's going on? With oh, life? absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. If he had the strength to throw his very, what I'm assuming is a very large television out the window last night, he would have. Because I think Robert Kraft enjoys being one of these like S tier. Owners with the you know the royalty of the Maras and the Roonies, but now it's Clark Hunt up the there for the Hunt family. every single year. With, oh yeah, now we're a dynasty, and I, they are right
5: on the Patriots' ass. Yes, too. I mean they're right. You high. just said like, it. There, there's
3: been really yeah. no time between the last Patriots there dynasty no start breathing room at all, yeah. and the Patriots are now here. So if if Robert Kraft was not motivated to make sure his team wasn't the joke of the NFL, I have to imagine Kay. he is getting sick of hearing about the Chiefs now. I don't follow Kansas City closely, but like. Do we hear about the
4: brilliance of the Hunt family? And like, oh my gosh, look at what they've done for this dynasty. You
1: probably do over there. Okay, you
4: probably, so I bet you oh, they, probably I love locally. everything in Kansas City. But like, I don't, I don't feel like nationally we hear it. We were just so close to it here in New England. Maybe I'm missing it. Maybe it is going on in Kansas City and I, I'm missing it.
1: All due respect, we didn't hear all about that okay. when I lived in D.C. Okay,
4: fine. From the outside looking in, do you think they do anything special there?
1: They draft Mahomes. Okay,
4: but <laughs> do you think they do anything special? They lucked into Mahomes. They, they targeted him. They wanted him, like they identified him as a, they had a player. A good,
1: they had a great okay. fan base before that, though. Fine.
4: They they identified him and they they liked Patrick Mahomes in that draft. And who knows if ownership had a hand in that or not? But they liked him. They had no idea they were drafting the greatest quarterback of all time. None. And so all they did was draft arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, which is all the crafts did. And. I don't think the Hunt family does anything special in Kansas City.
5: The Chiefs haven't exactly run the tightest shit. I mean, if we want to really go there, like there was some awful stuff that happened with the Chiefs. Oh, gosh, yeah. If you want to go back to Pioli's days there, yeah. To Pioli and then, you know, with Tyreek Hill, that wasn't really great. And then uh, with Reed's kid, I mean, there's been a lot of things that happened with that organization that you sort of look at and go, all right, this isn't. The yeah,
1: there's ship been the world, a lot of maybe. things yeah. that have happened here so just, too. There's yeah, a whole series exactly. coming yeah, out,
3: documentaries about it. galore, all the crap that's happened behind the yeah. scenes. So, like one Patriot. Place. Look, I
4: don't really think the Crafts did anything special. They just employed Brady, and I would say the same thing about the Hunt family and the Chiefs. Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, David is in the car. Go ahead, David.
5: Hey, good afternoon. So before I
0: get to my point about uh, Mahomes, yes, the Chiefs are a dynasty now, but there's there's a big but here. He is not down Ooh. Brady, nowhere close. Word. Brady did it in
3: four years. <laughs> Brady did it in four years. The Chiefs, uh-huh. took, Chiefs took five, right? For Bra- for Mahomes to be a Brady, he has to have a minimum of six and
5: five
2: MVPs. Then you can put him on the same
6: conversation.
4: Okay. I don't know why he needs five MVPs. <laughs> what is that math? Well, I, I think what he's saying is if, if he has way more – Brady had three MVPs, right? Uh-huh. So if he has two extra MVPs but one fewer Super Bowl, maybe that all nets <laughs> out. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think
1: we call that David Math,
4: I think he needs to get to six Super Bowls to have the debate.
1: That's where the conversation really can get yeah. started. And like
4: the debate we're having now is he's just on track to get there. But we all know he's not there. No one on this show, And I don't really think else well, I shouldn't say no one Zeke is. but i don't I, I don't think anybody else really outside for a select few are making an argument Mahomes right now is greater than Brady. The only argument is, He's right there, breathing down Brady's neck, right on pace to do what Brady did at the big same butt. point in their career. He's on pace to do it, and yes, it was a big butt, which got our uh, Ar- <laughs> to perk up.
1: We lost our kid. Arkan, what
4: was your what he's was your on re- the algorithm? What now. was your reaction again? I said, where is this big <laughs> butt? You speak? No, no, that no, that was that was how you felt on the inside, though. Mm-hmm. Like it was just soul
5: leaving your body. Yep, they Anten- antennas up <laughs> among other things.
1: <laughs> 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 Can I go
4: home? Frank's and Lynn. No, we have Meg's planning coming up. Frank's and
5: Lynn. Hey, what's going on? How are you guys doing today? Hi, Frank. Uh,
0: my question slash comment my, my is, you always see all these, when Brady was playing, all these players come up to him and call him to go and shake shaking his hand and, and do all these, all
3: these compliments and whatnot. And then they would also say, like, oh, you know, when he's on the field, everybody has to be sharp and better, et cetera, et cetera. And, like, I wonder if, and I know Mahomes is playing with people around his same age. Mm-hmm. Does Mahomes have that same clout? Does he, do Do people, you know, come up to him and compliment him or, or or feel like when he's on the field, they need to play their best game?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, I think people did that late in Brady's career, but there was also, and we're in the middle of a 10-year gap where Brady didn't win, and there's seven years left in it.
3: Yes? Uh, an anecdote directly responding to the the previous caller, but, you know, does Patrick Mahomes get that clout? And I didn't pull it. Uh, but Andy Reid, every time he was asked last night about you know the you're you're in this race now between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, what do you think? Andy Reid always told this story about how I think it was after that last Super Bowl where they played each other. Tom Brady went and sought out Patrick Mahomes and basically said almost verbatim, "You're the guy. You are the guy yeah. now. I am giving the keys to you. This is your league." So I'm sure a lot of his teammates love Patrick Mahomes, but the guy that a lot of of you Patriots fans are defending right now, Tom Brady. Basically, anointed Patrick Mahomes is you are the next guy right now. So I think if if you're getting kudos from anybody, you're getting kudos from the old goat to the new goat. That means a lot.
4: That's fair. Uh, one other thing, just for the the sake of being fair, was and the Twitch chat pointed this out was David in the car talking about Super Bowl MVPs. Is that what he's talking about? Oh at this that's point, a f-
1: that's a fair. This point. is another
4: thing. Mahomes is ahead of Brady in right now. It's three Super Bowl MVPs to two Super Bowl MVPs. Because remember, Deion Branch was the Super Bowl MVP in '39, right? So he. That's another area where he's ahead. But maybe he meant Super Bowl MVPs. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three. A lot of
3: people thought Malcolm Butler should have got that MVP. That's low on that. my True. list of tiebreakers. Yeah, Super I don't.
4: MVPs, I got to be honest. Yeah. I don't. I don't really care too much about him. I feel like just like. That, that turns into just the quarterback of the winning side. Pretty much wins that nowadays,
5: and Brady benefited
4: from that. Mahomes will or too. a
5: guy who has like two interceptions. Right. Like, right, 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 <laughs> right, right. One right. or the
3: other.
4: Yeah. Uh, you can start <laughs> lining up for Rich Keefe. Uh, I believe he'll have Fitzy alongside tonight. You can dial him up six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Meantime, let's get to Meg's explaining with Megan o'neill
3: why don't you explain this to me like i am an eight-year-old do you need it broken down it's so
0: dumb why don't you explain this to me like i'm five well lucky for you i don't
1: know how else to talk about it
0: shut up meg it's time for
6: now i let you know
0: Meg explaining. explaining.
1: if you guys are in the city and you see a mattress on the corner what's your move Like, do you cross the street to avoid the mattress or you do you even think about it?
4: Well, so let me tell you, I see them periodically. I can't say how often, but I see them periodically, you know, out on like trash day. Yeah, I I do see that from time to time. Somebody puts an old mattress out. Um, What would I do? I don't know that I'd like fully cross the street to avoid it, but I'm not trying to get super close to it. I can tell you that. No,
1: it's creepy, right? Like it's the creepiest trash there is, at least openly. Because most things are bagged up, but you see the mattress and it's just out there. That's true. And it's always got, like, questionable stains on it. Yeah. And it's got... Okay, so take that's a look my at this. Sweat.
4: That's not urine. That's my sweat.
1: Take a look at this. If my yellow sweat. If you're watching Twitch, twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I. This is a mattress graveyard that's formed in Alston. Thoughts as you prayers. can see there, I think there's about, like, eight mattresses. There's a couple bed springs in there. So I'm not being quite exact with it, but I found this on Reddit because it's an issue... That appears to be on the rise in Boston. And one person said, this is in the alley behind their building. The issue here is there was a rule that changed last November. And the rule in the city of Boston is that you, when you put out your uh, mattress to be picked up, you now have to arrange for an appointment. So you have to call the city of Boston. That changed
4: in the city of Boston? Well,
1: wait, wait. It, there's something else changed with it. So you have to set up an appointment. Hey, it, you can't just put it out with the rest of your garbage. Somebody has to come pick up the mattress and recycle the mattress. But if you that only works if you live in a building with six units or less. So if you live in a big apartment building, you got to figure out another way. You have to go arrange for a different, like, you know, a uh, junk removal company wait, a wait. private junk removal company to come and take your mattress So sorry.
4: So if it's less than 6 units you have to call the city to come pick it up and no, they'll pick it up. Yeah,
1: yeah, you'll get like a free service from the city. You'll okay, make an appointment saying, "Hey, I'm, I'm moving, I'm disposing of my mattress, can you come pick it up?" But if you live in a bigger building like it appears this one is, so if it that's the, the person was saying on Reddit, this is the reason why there's so many mattresses. People keep going out and like but moving out and putting their mattress back there or getting rid of mattresses and nobody calls a service. So, but and so on. it's just a mattress graveyard. So
4: I can't just, if I want to get rid of a mattress, I can't just leave it on the side of the road. Anymore.
1: You're not supposed to, no. Okay. Like you do that if there's, if you've made the appointment and something, no, no, someone no, right. is coming but to I'm pick saying, up the mattress. If I'm
4: just like, hey, it's trash day and I got a new mattress, I can't just leave not it out Not anymore. There. Okay, which I know you've been able to do in the past. I'll tell you, when I lived in Somerville, Somerville had a, a similar rule, which is, you know, if you have junk, they'll come pick it up. You have to schedule it, mm-hmm. but they'll come pick it up. And maybe they had a similar rule where if you live in a, a six plus unit yeah, I apartment, Cambridge I have no idea. Too. Yeah, and it was it was annoying, but it was pretty easy. You just called, scheduled a time, put your crap out front for that time, and they come get it. So it wasn't a big deal. It was just an extra step. Um, I I didn't even know the city had done that. And I, I guess I feel like I've seen mattresses out there, but maybe that was more than nine months ago or whatever you I said. I just
1: feel like what kind of enforcement is this? I and just, is it the same rule for couches? Because I see people put out couches around September 1st all the time, and they don't hang out there.
4: Yeah, well, do you think people come grab them?
5: Definitely. Uh, oh, gross. Oh, yeah.
1: I have to say, we replaced... <laughs>
5: Austin, you never heard of Austin Chris? No, no, I've heard of Austin
1: yeah, Christmas. Yeah, but you don't do fabric. This is the thing. Well, like, yeah, if you're you going to dumpster dive, you can't do fabric. That's how you get bed bugs.
4: No, no, no. You're saying you're not supposed to, but Arkan's saying people do. So people do. Arkan, yeah, yeah.
1: did you do that? No, no.
4: No, but he's saying people do it in, on Austin Christmas. 1, a thousand very important percent. Question, I definitely Ar- picked Ar- up a leather
1: question, Wait.
5: Uh, <laughs> a leather couch on Austin Christmas, yes. Yeah. It was a two-seater. <laughs> Ew. And there was nothing wrong with it. You no, had a, a trash couch
1: in your apartment. What do you mean there, there was nothing a wrong with it? trash
5: couch. Someone put it out and we picked it up. Someone put it out with their trash. No, it was they were moving. It's Austin. Chris. That's not. It's not just trash. People are leaving and moving, and they put stuff out. And yeah, you, pick you, know, it up. What, you That's know what? You know what I way bring?
4: It works. You know what I bring with me when I move? The good stuff,
5: and I leave the
4: trash. That's trash.
5: Not necessarily. Yes. Not necessarily. Yes, necessarily. A lot of people leave town altogether and they just leave. Alston's full of students. That's what all these mattresses are, by the way. These are students who are going back to wherever they're from and just saying bleep it and leaving their mattress there. That's what they do with a lot of their furniture. That's why you can get good stuff at Alston Christmas. (laughs) I don't do it anymore, but at the time, if you know where to look... You can find you can find some yeah, decent can, stuff. This is yeah, this, this okay. is how bed buggering are. Just tra- I'm not so, saying it. it's not just tra- no.
1: There was in where I live in Southie a uh, couple months ago, like when it was still nice outside. There was a really nice little end table that was outside, and I was talking to Mister Who about it, and I was like, "That's that's real, like that's real craftsmanship. That's a nice piece of furniture." And he that's was like, "Real Wait. mahogany." Yeah, he was like, "We're not bringing that in our home. Yeah, that's garbage." And I was like, "You're right." But usually, it only really matters with fabric stuff and he was like absolutely not that's yeah, wood. disgusting wood's no good Wood's no good i don't
4: think you want to be bringing you
1: get wood. bugs from wood you too? definitely
4: you definitely can yeah
1: Ugh. i mean I, i've never done it our acting like it's like every no, so year you go out am I and you crazy? every your year apartment. people do
4: this am i crazy have we talked in about this, this before no no we, not. no
3: we ta- we talked. haven't talked about the confessions we've part two we've talked bugs. about 17 times on the show we've never talked about no no
4: so so not the mattresses but i feel like i told the story before where i picked up a table that we use as a beer pong table from the street. It's the only time I've done. Have we not talked about this on the airfield? I do like so. But I you we just have. said
1: that wood's no good.
4: No, I know that now. This is when I was like 19 and I have no idea. I just picked up a I hunk like of garbage. Stories. I picked up a hunk of garbage. I could have sworn we talked about this before.
1: Can I ask you something that I've never really thought about? How long is a mattress supposed to last?
4: Because oh, right. mattresses
1: are are expensive and so people are just move. hucking them out. <laughs> and, no, I mean I'm. I've moved my mattress twice. How
4: old is your mattress?
1: I would guess mine is like five years. We
4: got mine right before. Six years we old. got mine right before Lucas was born, so mine is probably almost six but years. Like, old. But like,
1: how did you determine you needed a new one? I had to replace mine we because treated,
4: we treated ourselves to a very large mattress because we're like we have a kid now and we're gonna oh. invest in a a, a big mattress. So what size? Thing? Uh, a king, I believe.
1: Really? Yeah. Arkan, you have not a king a, size not match? A, not this? a California
4: not a California king, but a king. yeah. I yeah. mean a
1: California king is ridiculous. Oh. So if somebody has a California king, I'm like, Oh, okay, are you Shaq? Yeah, like, so we- do you need a bed this big. <laughs> so I am.
4: I, I don't know if that's too long, but I think ours is, I'm, if I'm dating it properly, it's probably almost six years old. Lucas was born six years ago in May.
3: I've owned two mattresses in my life now that I'm thinking about it. The, I Because I took my old one uh, to my apartment, and then I replaced it. And the like, first
4: one you found outside, of
3: course. Yes, of course. Yeah. And, and I slept on that thing in so my <laughs> formative years. And then this last one now I'm thinking about I have had for 10 years. And 10, I, I
1: think that's when you're supposed to like think about turning it over. Yeah, but like, oh, yeah, not feel, not literally flipping it because no, you're I, also supposed to flip your mattress. We, we like, that. We
4: once. flip our we flip our, muri- uh, ma- our mattress periodically, but I, I feel like our mattress sucks now. Like, I feel like it, we're six years in and we could probably use a new one.
1: See, this is where I'm like. I feel like Ugh. I wake
4: up with more back pain. I don't know if that's because I'm pushing forty or if it's because my mattress sucks. So but my something. shoulders on fire this morning. Yeah, it morning. could be Ooh. your ten year old mattress that you don't flip. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. probably what it is. Could I kind of get want to get one of those big like foam ones, you know, that is in a box and you yeah. unbox it and then sure. you throw. It. But they need to make it so that it's contained again, so you can put it out with your regular garbage, and you have a mattress graveyard that's growing in the alley next so to your building. You're telling
4: me these are an epidemic, or there's just yeah. literally one in the no, city?
1: No. So there was all these comments on this of people being like, "This is first of all, this is like your building." manager's fault but also the same things happening in my neighborhood because nobody wants to pay the fee to go because when you get a private contractor or whatever it is to come out and pick up the mattresses it's like 80 dollars so at least
4: you're on the hook for it not your landlord you're i on mean the hook i for think
1: it. your landlord should it probably be. depends
5: on where you live I don't
4: know. yeah yeah I mean, it's your mattress but it's it's i don't know it's the city's rule i don't really know what it's to just do like with that kind of ridiculous. it's probably tucked in your like, lease
1: aren't we just kind of at the point where it's like hey can we just have someone come pick up the mattress like, is it that big of a deal I don't know, that the and you, city of Boston... And you, well, me and you were paying for that. Well, that the, As pay, city residents, we're paying taxes. It's fine. Wrap the mattresses up in it.
4: No, I know what I'm saying. But then but, but then, you want to raise my taxes so that I can go have? Pick up, pick up some... How big is the mattress tax some, rate some, yeah, gonna some, be. some dumpy Alston mattress? <laughs> like, no, these... these uh, the, I'll, Come I'll, and take it. I want that landlord okay. to pay for that. I don't want to pay for it. Or I want the broke-ass college kid to pay for it. I don't want to pay for that.
1: Well, the broke-ass college kid isn't going to pay for it. This is what we're talking about. Okay,
4: well, then I don't care because it's in Alston and I don't give two craps about it. So I don't. Well, it's
1: wa- about neighborhood beautification. Okay, well,
4: I don't care. Just Alston's, wait. Just Alston's wait. not all that beautiful. I got news for you.
1: Okay, sounds like How somebody who lives in know. Charlestown and now it's too expensive for 22-year-olds to live there. So you don't have mattresses growing all over your neighborhood.
4: Yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen them out there on Trash Day before in Charlestown, but I, I've never seen a mattress graveyard. Like
1: How would you handle it if your neighbor had two mattresses sitting in front of the building for like four months?
4: yeah, I don't know, I probably wouldn't feel great about it.
1: Like would you take it upon yourself but it's, to, it's to not, call for But it hasn't
4: happened, so call I don't for a care. Disposal. It hasn't happened, so I don't care. I don't I'd care. Set them on fire. Yeah, doing... <laughs> yeah, I like I don't care. Like, oh. If it, ha- if it happened, all to me, the bugs
1: run out screaming. If it
4: happened to me, I'll cross that bridge when I get there. In the meantime, it hasn't happened to me, I don't care. I just I don't think it's care a that there's ridiculous. Some, some blight in some back parking lot in Austin with its piles of garbage every Austin Christmas. I don't really care. John's lives is like one quarter mile at a time. Yeah. Exactly. I care how it affects me. That's all I care the about.
1: The text line says, um, that you're supposed to that you can just take it to the dump, or it might have been Twitch. One of these, but uh, like I,
4: when's the last time you went to the dump? Right. Where is there a dump around here? I'm I not don't even know joking. where the dump where, is. Is there a dump here? I mean, there obviously is, but where is it? I have, my no, whole, I have no clue. My
1: whole side of the neighborhood's the dump.
4: I People d- just leave
1: stuff outside, <laughs> right?
4: I, I, and then I, they
1: steal your mums, and nobody ever knows what happens to them. They leave the planners, and it's very strange. Nobody ever apologized.
4: I haven't been to the dump since I was a kid, but that was that was terrible. Like just like putting your bags of garbage in the dump. Or in the car to take to the dump. That's did you ho- have to do that? That's a horrible You adjustment.
1: didn't have garbage pickup we had to, in Vermont? We,
4: we had to do that. Uh, we did have to do that at times. Yeah. people, But people do that, right? You got to take stuff to the dump. You have to get
3: home in time before the Well, the milk point fan is, you're
1: not supposed to take the mattress to the dump because well, you can recycle like 70% of the mattress. Ma- you can't mattresses. even take it to the dump. No. Well, you're not supposed to.
3: Jeez.
5: You can't. No, I think you can. You probably you can, take can but you're not to supposed
1: to. It's not good for the environment. Yeah, it's better How are you supposed just to just leave them in a back alley,
5: I think, right? Yeah, exactly. You
4: could turn it into a coral would you reef. Buy,
3: uh, would you honestly buy a, a mattress that was made of 70% recycled mattresses? Absolutely. What do you mean, absolutely? I think you're
1: they're, right. they're remanufacturing it. That, it's not that. like they're stitching it together so like a I, quilt. So
4: why don't you grab them off the street,
1: then? <laughs> <One> Frankenstein <laughs>
4: mattresses. I'll just get a regular, man. Yeah, right. Thank you.
1: <laughs> one of my friends did go to a place outside Boston and bought a used mattress from, like, a used mattress warehouse. It was, like, a display mattress. Just
3: before or after she took a dump in a bucket <laughs> in the shed. <laughs>
1: this is a different friend.
3: Friends are sad. I pooped my mattress. I need to go get a used one. <laughs> <laughs> the cleaning people, they just
4: wouldn't leave. Is that a friend of yours? Does she just listen to Meg explaining every day? She really should. She comes up quite. No, often. I told
1: you she doesn't live in Boston, and this is these are Odyssey, two different friends. Odyssey app? What do you mean? These are two different friends. She has no interest in Boston sports. Different,
4: different friends of Megos. One oh, buys a used mattress. I only, the other, I only the, have the other dumps in friend. a bucket in her shed. <laughs> <laughs> these are these are Megos friends. Uh, there you go. That's Meg explaining each and every day at this time. We'll get to bet roulette. Some picks for tonight. That's next.
0: Law Studios. one bos legal This is W-E-E-I. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is
2: it getting warm in
0: here?
5: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has
2: arrived.
1: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port Chicago, Illinois.
6: Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S dot com, and point your toes west.
0: We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEI. W-E-I.
3: I mean, he's one of the best coaches of all time. I believe he's the best coach of all time. I mean, I know he doesn't have the trophies yet, and I have a lot of respect for some of those great coaches. Um, but the way he's able to navigate every single team he has, um, continue to have success no matter where he's at. Um, and for me, he brings out the best of me because he lets me be me. I think that's, that's important, is he doesn't try to make me anyone else. I, I don't think I'd be the quarterback that I am if I didn't have Coach Reed being the, my head coach. Um, and um, and, he, he, and that, other than that, he wants you to be the best person you can be, and that's something that I think is uh, truly special.
4: Patrick Mahomes on Andy Reid talking very glowingly about his coach. You think he's passed Belichick? You think he can pass Belichick? We didn't get into that much today. We talked about it in the past here on Jones and Mego with Arkham on WEI. Stay tuned. We got Keith and Fitzy, I believe, at 6 o'clock. Dial them up, 617-779-7937. We're going to get to bet roulette some picks for tonight. We'll revisit picks from the Super Bowl in just a moment. But Mego, you had a good idea.
1: I just had like... Inspiration.
4: Do you? What do you think we're going to get for the snowstorm? Arcan, set an over under. Can you set an over under? Or Ryan, can somebody set an over under for this snowstorm? We
5: it's should. It's
1: got to be five inches over under.
5: Well, the initial thing was eight to twelve, but now there's other. It's been revised uh, down. Right? We're going to say down, city, of so. yes. yeah, so city of
1: Boston. Yes. So should we say like Logan, Logan, Logan Airport? Airport. Sure. Okay.
5: Yes. What's the number? Seven and a half. Oh, under.
4: Definitely yeah. under seven and a half. Yeah. Um
1: Ryan. You know Ryan
4: thinks we're like barely getting a dusting. Ryan's like convinced really? we're barely the getting kids it. Kids yes. will school. <laughs> they Come on. That means we're under. You uh, want five, to know what? Five and a half. You want to know what time? I'm still under. Yeah. You want to know what time I got the email from BPS today?
3: Where is it? Was it early? It's like ten o'clock. I was like ten in the morning. I was like, you already called school for tomorrow. What are you nuts? Uh, Historically, these things generally don't work out in favor. I'm on. Of the I'm under on five and a half. Mega decision. Okay, so
1: it is five and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take a slight over.
3: A slight over. Yeah,
1: I'm over. taking it over. But, but I, I, I'm not saying that because I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be a foot. Mego's, no, I think it'll be like six or 7 mega
4: Meggo's been hot. She's been hitting picks left and right. You're going to hear that
5: uh, coming up here in a moment. in bet roulette. Arcane, I'm five and a half. What are you taking? I'm taking over. I'd go over. I might have gone over on the six and a half or seven and a half, too. I think we're getting eight, nine inches of snow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. That's for what I think. Line. You guys
3: just want to stay home tomorrow is what it sounds like. Yeah, uh, let's let uh, that's
1: not the plan. Let's
3: see. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's, let's, it's not the let's
1: plan. I'm what, trying to come in.
4: Let's see what happens. She's trying, Ryan. Let's see what happens with the, uh, with the weather <laughs> <laughs> we, already Look, we already know what We already know what is doing.
1: <laughs> I need grow up in Vermont. If it's a blizzard tomorrow, if it's like whiteout conditions, Ryan, then I will be broadcasting from home. Ryan,
4: I'll be here. I'll be here. I, don't I, don't I you worry. Not even a doubt in my don't mind. Don't you that worry. Be here. Uh, the whole city of Please Boston do. is now booing that. Boo! <laughs> Take the day off, Jones. Boo! All right, let's uh, get to some picks for tonight at Bet Roulette.
2: All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f around in this place. You got it? Who? Who? That's it. Gambling.
4: Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. Cars with a K, the number four. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com.
1: Unlike your mattress. Or
4: 1 877 cars for kids Mego, oh, you hit on your pick in the Super Bowl?
1: I did. I took the under.
4: I uh shockingly hit on one. I was like I I whiffed on like 13 out of 14. Mego, sorry. Bets Mego that I took made. the
2: under
3: at 47 and a half and it went Arkan, under. Arcan, what was the score of the Super Bowl? I have no idea. It was 25 <laughs> to 22. It went way under by what Arcan thought the score yes.
4: was. So here's the real point though. Mego, you hit and you've now hit how many in a row?
1: I don't know. Ryan?
3: Is anyone keeping track? I'm keeping track. You've hit six in a row.
4: Six? Pretty good. In a row. Now, the last time Ryan brought this to her attention, she went she went cold again. That's so why that it's not going to
3: snow tomorrow.
4: But you, That's a good point. But you and I uh, both hit, Mego. I was on the uh, over for the 49ers for the game. Ryan and Arcan missed. I don't remember what you guys bet. Uh, Arcan
3: had the under on Mahomes passing yards. Went way over. I said there, there would be a 100-yard rusher in the game, and there should have been, but there was yeah,
4: not. No, I mean, there should have been. That's true. Uh, so there we go. We went two and two. Uh, in the Super Bowl. Mega, why don't you get us started here with okay. a roll? A little back little backspin here for Mego. It's a two.
5: That's a two. A two. All right. That is NBA action tonight. The Knicks on the road. They are road favorites in Houston to take on Ime Udoka's Rockets. Ooh. Knicks minus three at Houston. Mega, what do okay, you think? Okay,
1: Knicks minus three. I was uh, trying to see what an injury report is to see who's in and out. Um Ananobi's, Ananobi's out. out, Randall's still out. Still out. Yep. Uh, but Brunson's playing, right? I would think. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like that. Minus three is good. Give me that. I love. It. Listen, Ime, Ime. It's gonna take a little while for him to establish uh, that team down there in Houston. So four, going up that's against one of the thing. hottest teams in the
5: league. Meg, lay in the three. I was just rolling. You oh no, sorry. That's uh, not the same thing. All right, for four, that's the 76ers minus ten and minus ten and a half. You just
1: right to the same bet. Right, the I
4: just, second, the second the dice stops, you have to just shout it out loud. By the way, you can let her
5: finish your point. You can just, you can just file that away. But okay, what is it? Sorry. Uh, that's the 76ers <laughs> minus 10 and a half in Cleveland. These Sixers, 10 and a half point, uh, excuse me, 10 and a half point dogs in Cleveland. I wrote that down wrong. Uh,
4: I Philly say, in Cleveland.
5: Okay. So Cleveland's favored by Ryan. Just told me uh, you want to update it to 11
3: and a half. It's 11 and a half it's now. It's moved.
5: Okay. Well, I just wrote this a few minutes ago. So okay. that must have just changed. I don't know if there's an injury or something there, but uh, yeah. Well, Embiid's out. And Embiid's so,
4: out. Uh, I'm going to take Cleveland. Cleveland's been playing well. I'm sick and tired of taking, and I know Cleveland's at home. But I'm sick and tired of taking the points. I, I've been I've been losing. Well, let me just uh, take out what I've been losing on. I've been losing, period. But I've been losing on a lot of these teams in the NBA with the points. I just want the favorite. So give me Cleveland at home. Minus 11 and a half. I lost a point. Uh, but minus 11 and a half against Philly without Embiid. And Maxi's kind of been playing like crap. All right. Here
1: we go. Here's Arcan, my
4: roll. Take your little shot here.
1: That,
4: that, uh, looked, that looked better. That had some arc on
1: it.
5: Uh, that is a two, which we already rolled. Back rim.
1: This becomes very high maintenance when he's shooting on the basket with the dice. Just hold the damn thing. I know, just roll Not it. Every time. It's
0: his favorite it's part of the day. It's, it's a, a six. six!
5: And that is BU minus one and a half six. at Northeastern. Which is the Beanpot final? Which is tonight? Which is something I just found out you can actually bet on. I didn't think you could bet on local uh, yeah, I college think, teams. I think in ter- I think in
4: tournament settings like the NCAA tournament or the college football playoff, if BC ever got there, Bill O'Brien,
5: I think you can bet <laughs> in that scenario. And I think the Beanpot
4: matches the criteria.
5: All right. Well, I know BU minus one and a half is the uh, is the uh, uh, shorter odds. So go ahead and give me the Terriers. What's I'll going take on the Terriers over there?
1: here. <laughs> You're like cracking yourself up over the Beanpot line.
5: Not really. Uh, I'll take B U. Minus one and a half. Eat it, Jones. And you eat it too, Mego. Ex- excuse me? Yeah. Eat it. I uh I bet
4: the Huskies earlier today Pre- money
1: Present it. But
4: uh <laughs> <laughs> but Arcan Arcan wants BU on the puck line. I got Cleveland minus eleven and a half. Mego takes the Knicks, favored by three in Houston. I don't know what that uh, average is out to. I don't, I don't know because I can't find the screen. I, I don't know that you can bet that on uh, on all the apps. Uh, But I found it. I found it earlier today. Uh, So there you go. Follow along or more likely listen to Mego, and then, you know, use your discretion with Arcan and myself (laughs) as what I would do. That's Bet Roulette each and every day at this time. You can dial up Rich Keefe. He comes your way at 6 o'clock, 617-779-7937. That's your phone number to dial up Keefe and Fitzy. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock right here on WEEI.